Nestled on Marion University campus is the impressive James Allison Mansion. What the Allison family once called home now serves as an event center and the office of the campus president. Stepping through this 200-year-old building's doors feels like stepping back in time. Your backpack slung over your shoulder, you duck into the cool brick building to escape the glaring sun. You sigh with relief as you're greeted by the air conditioning. You slowly walk through the estate, taking in the ornate carvings and structures hidden within the designs on the walls. You continue down the stairs until you reach a secluded area to unpack your bag. You place your notebook and pencil on the bench next to you and reach back in your bag for your textbook. While fishing for the literature, you hear a wail come from down the hall. You shoot upright, gasping. You strain your ears, waiting for it to come again. You didn't see anyone else on your way down here, and you were certain this area was clear of students. You slowly let the air out you had been holding and reach your hand down to grab your notebook. Your eyebrows furrow in confusion as you extend your hand out further. You look down, only to see the empty spot next to you. You lean over to look under the bench, just as another cry rings out. This time, the sound sends you to your feet. You abandon your bag and step into the hall. You call out, but only hear the sound of your voice bouncing off the walls. With an uneasy feeling, you turn your back towards the bench, but stop short as your eyes fall on your books stacked neatly on the bench, your pencil rocking back and forth on top of them. where you get to meet Ruby Sue again when she's older oh. and she's talking about how she's been kissing boys and oh. she said um she's been learning how to kiss or her dad taught her how to kiss her she goes dad oh. says I'm the best oh my <laughs> yeah. God. it's really uncomfortable hello you are listening to, or so they say, the podcast where two sisters travel small town America, one ghostly tale at a time. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Megan. And I'm not sick. I don't know what's wrong right oh. now. I sound very nasal. I don't know. Something's in my throat. So, I don't know. I don't know what's happening here. Well, we'll, we'll be drinking here in I know, a second. I'm, I almost <laughs> cracked open the drink so I could, I was like, oh, I need to cleanse the palate, but Please like, can't, don't. <laughs> can't do that yet. So... Let's just jump straight to it so I can get a drink and I don't hopefully not sound like this for a whole hour. <laughs> so welcome back. We're you're back to your normal listening. I know last week we <laughs> came at you hot and heavy with our two cents on our opinion the Cecil. column. <laughs> but like strong, valid opinions. Yeah. If you didn't listen to our last episode, it was the first Thursday of the month, so we did our listener episode. And instead of covering our listeners stories that were submitted we felt like there was something a little more pressing to talk about so definitely go back and check that out because yeah. we we got like a, <laughs> like more drunk than anticipated and more like opinionated than it no, well no fully anticipated being opinionated oh, yeah. and that's fine yeah so <laughs> I, strong feelings on that so if you haven't listened to it yet go listen to it definitely go watch the shows that we talked about in the episode before you listen to the episode so ghost adventures uh does a yeah whatever whatever there's called ghost adventure cecil hotel and mm -hmm. then netflix's series the vanishing at the cecil hotel it's one giant spoiler so if you haven't watched those yet and you want to do that first and then you, we hope you agree with us 
Yep. So, so distasteful. What? In, oh my God. We're back though to our normal broadcast. Yeah, you know. <laughs> of uh, scary stories and our personal experiences. Mm-hmm. So this week we are going to cover the Allison Mansion. Yes. In Indianapolis, Indiana. Yes. More specifically on, I like for some reason I'm hesitating to say it and I feel like... Oh Your yeah, my, my cat. Sorry. sorry, my sister's sitting here petting my cat, and she likes to do love bites, but I don't think she recognizes how much she loves people sometimes. <laughs> so anyway, Allison Mansion, Indianapolis, Indiana. I hesitated to say more specifically where it's at, only because they're not fans of this kind of publicity. But it is what it is. They maybe shouldn't be on multiple lists of the most haunted places in Indiana. It's right. on Marion University campus in yes. Indianapolis, Indiana. Yep. So nice little Catholic school. Same concept <laughs> as like St. Mary of the Woods. It actually also used to be an all women's college. And yeah. then they made it co-ed. And I meant to ask her when they introduced male people, yeah. ma- male Students. gender. <laughs> yeah, population. Population <laughs> onto campus. But yeah. th- th- we didn't get there. Yeah, so we'll get into it though. We We've got some interesting information to cover and fair yeah (laughs) so so finding a drink okay so my cat's jumping my bearded dragon just decided to excuse me i'm just gonna (laughs) yeah throw herself off her log and we're about to jump to conclusions we (laughs) (laughs) cats jumping bearded dragons jumping we're jumping to the wine we are oh it's a wine so there you go first of all (laughs) it is not a beer it's a wine again, and only because I actually had to have Megan, I was going to get the alcohol, but I had to have Megan meet me at the liquor store because yeah. I could not for the life of me. I This is a very large liquor store. They actually have their own wine and spirits room. Like, it's a large room. Yeah. Bigger than mo- some liquor stores in total and i was like Mm -hmm. there is bound to be something yeah we didn't hit up the big red again this was uh (laughs) yeah this was the local 7th and 70 which is like two seconds from don't triangulate yourself i know listen i'm sorry (laughs) it doesn't matter i think they have seven locations now so it's fine 7th and 70 there's seven locations anyway so really long story short after much deliberation between the three of us and petting of the liquor store cat oh they had a cat (laughs) and it was glorious it was wonderful we decided on a wine. There, the beer selection wasn't as big as I was hoping. It seems that they're more of a wine place, but that's fine. So we have a, I believe it's a Sauvignon Blanc is yes. what we grabbed. Yep. It is a 2020. Okay. It is from Brancott Estate, which is out of New Zealand. So oh, getting international fanciful, on yeah. us. Yep. And this is called Flight Song. And because we're obviously very health conscious, this is only 90 calories per five ounces. Yes, 20% less calories than usual. Yeah. So wonderful if you're watching your figure. Yeah. Except when you drink the whole bottle. Does I watch matter? myself Does drink an entire bottle. Yes. I'm going to watch you and you are going to watch me. There so. we go. On the back of the bottle, it says, when you're on the flip side of the world, you can't help but think a little differently. And that's exactly what we did when we harvested some of our grapes early in summer when sugar levels are low. The result is a wine that is 20% lighter in calories and filled with mouth-watering pink grapefruit and passion fruit notes. Hmm. Enjoy chilled with fresh salads, grilled chicken, and good friends. So the reason why we chose Flight Song, and this was... 
such a grasp. Again, <laughs> another stretch. The Allison Mansion is very ornate. Their different rooms are dedicated to different hobbies and yeah. interests of the Allison couple. And there happens to be one room that stuck out and super pretty. I'll I'll get into it, but it's the whole room has like hidden birds like in the walls mm-hmm. and in the in the floor and in the molding and mm-hmm. and there were actually everywhere. birds throughout as well. Like one of my favorite rooms, probably not surprisingly, was there is a music room. Mm-hmm. Also very interesting room. There were birds scattered throughout throughout the decorations it was but they were very subtle yeah but the sunroom in particular it's very bright in comparison to the rest of the house everything's dark rich woods and things like that but this is a sunroom it's white marble it's beautiful and it was actually made for mr allison's wife yes so we actually just celebrated international women's day which yay women yeah, and Yay. identifying women and yes. all anyone in between. So we figured we're going to be reading a lot about Mr. Allison. So mm-hmm. we decided to give a little nod to Ms. Allison instead. So this is for her and all the women out there. So because she liked her birds, flight she song. Did. It all comes full circle, just barely. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> so this is actually a crack top. Yeah, so. so please, like, without further ado, crack it so I can get this out of my throat, and y'all don't have to listen to this anymore. Let's do it. Go. Three, two, one. It's, it it's, feels good every time. It, it really <laughs> does. It honestly does. Better than, it's better than sex. No, I was going <laughs> to say I hate it so much. Okay, but, I'm not going to judge it just yet. Um, I I know you smelled it and your face was not promising, which is a little upsetting. Wow. First of all, darn near clear. It looks like vodka. It has the slightest yellow tinge to it. But other than that, it looks like off-colored water. It really does, actually. The smell is... Oh, it's unusual. Uh, I'm not even real sure what to I, say about okay, this. Okay, I'm just going to flat out tell you. It smells like sweat. Oh, dang it, Kelsey. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it really, I immediately, it just smells kind of like sweat. Sorry, that's disgusting. Stop Please drink it. it. It was literally just like, just a breath <laughs> a away from my away lips. From your, okay, drink it and just let's, let's see what we think, I guess. I will say coming into it, just before it like touched my tongue, I got the grapefruit, kind mm. of breathing it through through the Actually, mouth. Actually, de- I this is the first flavor that I have to super agree on. It really, if you just open your mouth right before it gets there and breathe in through your mouth, it's like a fresh grapefruit. The taste is extremely subtle. Yeah. Um, well, but it's not bad. This is very crisp. It's oh, very yeah, yeah. light. And I don't mean that in the calorie sense. It's a very definitely summer grilled chicken and fruit kind of drink. Oh, for sure. Oh, man. I'm, re- I'm so ready for grilling out, barbecues, <sighs> amen. Oh, God. 
I'm not holding my breath. We have weather in the 60s for most of the week, and I'm super excited about it, but I feel like this is a false spring. We're probably going to get one more frost and then finally real spring. It is well, just we need to figure it the out beginning of March. I'm trying my hand at planting some things this year. So oh, with same. the help of Maddie, Maddie grows plants all the time. So really this is her doing, but I've even taken to, I took a mango seed for no reason and I'm trying to germinate a mango seed. Is a mango tree going to thrive in the state of Indiana? <laughs> Absolutely not because it can't really do well below uh, temperatures under 30 degrees. Oh, whoops. so hopefully it stays a smaller tree and I can bring it in and then take it out. I don't know. It doesn't matter. I'm trying to grow things. So like this frost needs to figure it out. But it was like 70 degrees today. Pretty close. It was like 66, 67. Amen. I was, I'm not going to lie. I was scared in the first half. (laughs) I like how we both have already drank almost all of our. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a very easy wine to drink. We did a serving size. It was (laughs) maybe four ounces, maybe. Yeah. And uh, we've already almost finished that. So. that It's an easy drinker for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. So cool neat you know what Bangkok you scared me but not that bad (laughs) and they do have a regular this flight song Savion Blanc that's not the 90 calorie lower sugar because it does say on the back of the bottle I noticed in fine print compared with Brancot Estate Savion Blanc so yeah there's also they also had a Pinot Grigio but whatever okay are we ready yeah that was a lot Let's get into some history of the Allison Mansion in Indianapolis, Indiana. Mm. The it's actually the full name is the James Allison Mansion because of course it's named after him, but because he's a man. He's a man. <sighs> so <laughs> the most of this information I'm gonna get is from fittingly hauntedhouses.com oh okay Uh, i'll let you know when i veer off into other websites but first we're going to get a description of the building itself i'm i'll I'll stick to what they have to say and then i'll wait until we get to our get to our firsthand account so i don't overstep things they say because i have feelings about the building right It says here that the James Allison Mansion exterior is described as being a combination of an early Prairie School Arts and Crafts County or Country era estate and a European Lombardy villa. That's a lot. Yes, that's a lot. Goodness sakes. What a glorious display of wealth is what they say. (sighs) Yeah. And I would concur. (laughs) Yes. This person, whoever's writing it, they refer to Tom. They're with somebody named Tom. I don't know. They talk about looking into the other rooms, very large open rooms. They describe it as elegant wood and marble carvings, kind of what we described a moment ago. uh, Magnificent examples of old world craftsmanship done by craftsmen imported by Allison from the old country. It said... This person writes that it reminds them of the Breakers Mansion in Bellevue, Rhode Island. So Hmm. if we have anybody up there listening, (laughs) I don't remember. I'll be totally honest. You know, I don't know squat about Rhode Island, but I bet it's pretty. I don't know. It just seems like it would be a nice little state. Little, literally. But yeah, (laughs) they said James first hired Herbert Bass to build the mansion 
but he finished the interior with a designer, William Price, who did an outstanding job for his neighbor, Frank Wheeler, so much that James was, and James was so impressed with this that he hired him to finish the inside of the building. It's interesting. That's what they wrote. They said that James was interested in this too. Like, oh, my neighbor's house is better than mine. Let's get that guy. Because uh, maybe you'll get into it. I don't know. I know we took a lot of pictures. There was a lot of information on the walls. But mm-hmm. what I recall reading was that the missus was the one. Like, basically, James was like, make my mansion. And because, I don't know, the, the wife was the one that kind of had say over what the work that was done to the mansion and she was the one that was like get rid of this dude i want him that did the neighbor's house huh so the interior and exterior are extremely they're not extremely different i don't know i don't know how to explain it it's just i mean i guess if you're just looking at the building itself and not the landscape sure it is pretty plain but what all they had two very different styles yeah they said that when it was done, it was his dream home. They keep saying James is the one who was yeah, asking for all this. I just this, feel so like I remember a lot of the wife being having the say. But anyway, go on. It was done in a grand design and style that James felt exhibited his wealth and importance. This dude was very... Full of himself. Particular about oh. his appearance, <laughs> I guess. I mean, yes, he, he wanted to show off that he was a wealthy man. Yeah. So, yeah, maybe his wife did pick the designer or pick where to put things or how to design certain things. But he's the one who said, I don't care as long as it's big and it looks better than Frank's. Right. <laughs> so. right. And what year was this? I, I'm sorry. You might you might have said, but no, I definitely they forgot. They actually haven't said a year, but I'll get to it. They're, they're giving their personal description here at this point. I'm kind of skipping because I know... I mean, whatever, I'm getting the details here, but I believe it was built between 1911 and 1914. Okay. There were many amenities that were included in the mansion, including an elevator, a billiard room, an indoor pool in the basement, a breakfast room, sleeping porches, multiple sleeping porches. (laughs) I want a single sleeping porch. (laughs) An automatic lighting closet, a grand kitchen, and even pumped in ice water. And you're thinking 1911 to 1914 is when this was built. Yeah, so this was like quite literally state-of-the-art stuff like this. Yeah. They list off some of the outstanding features that wowed friends and neighbors of the Allisons and today's visitors. Mm Mm-hmm. Entering the mansion via the bronze entry doors, the visitors are blown away with the high Renaissance style, two-story, 40 by 40 foot impressive foyer featuring hand-carved Oh man, how do you pronounce that? Mm. Circassian walnut walls. Sounds good to me. And a leaf and berry motif. So, I mean, it was very nice. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's a grand staircase. I was going to say the staircase was very it's nice. It's made of solid hand-carved walnut. Jeez, that doesn't surprise me. <laughs> the music room is 42 by 18 feet. It's an oddly long. Yes, it's very and narrow. Long. I don't want to say narrow because it is 18 feet wide, but... The presentation is a little, yeah, the presentation is a little overwhelming. Yeah. And it's decorated with carved mahogany paneling and plaster with a musical instrument theme. The prominent feature in this room, which... I called it. Okay, I want to say that I called it. It wasn't there. 
when we got there, they had to move it out. But what is typically normally the most prominent feature in the room is the two-story pipe organ. Yeah, because we... I know I'm jumping a little in and out of this. We walked in and I saw the wall. I don't know how to explain it. I don't know. Maybe it's because I've been around enough musical instruments in my day to know. We walked in. I looked at it. I was like, that looks like it's a pipe organ. And we were like looking through the slots in the wall and you couldn't see anything. So I was Mm -hmm. like, well, maybe it's just for... Well, you could kind of see. I could tell there was almost like the the foam or something back there to absorb right i was sound. like maybe it's for acoustics or reverberation i don't know but i was like it looks like a pipe organ and then sure enough they're like there was a pipe organ here knew it not sure where it is now but it's not they there moved now. it over across the street to what is currently i think their theater department oh but apparently that's going to be something new too i think for business or something that's not the arts which of course womp i womp. she said something about that building being changed and i saw that it said it was the theater department mm-hmm. i was like of course we're gonna change the arts into something right. sciencey it just frustrates me frustrates me moving on <laughs> the library is done in a gothic architectural style the reception parlor room is inspired by the french era of uh, era of louis the 16th yep yep <laughs> had to count my roman numerals for yeah. a second it has a one ton one ton german silver chandelier oh my gosh that like, chandelier at the entryway that we were both just like wow like owen yeah, wilson I wow think, <laughs> yeah i think we took a picture of it it's something that's terrifying if it mm-hmm. were to come down oh man Mm-mm. and then last but not least of course there's more rooms to this there's to this mansion more. but yeah. the big one is and the most impressive is the marble aviary it is bre- it is a quote, breathtaking aviary with white Italian marble beneath a Tiffany stained glass ceiling. That ceiling was intense. The whole room, it's wall-to-wall windows, stained Mm -hmm. glass ceiling, marble floor-to-ceiling, just, oh my gosh. And that's the room that was supposedly built for his wife. Yes. That has all the birds kind of hidden in the decorations and things like that. And did it mention the fountain? It did not. We actually, yeah, we learned... I honestly don't remember seeing it. There Apparently there was a spot in the middle of that floor that is somehow worked around today. But there used to be a fountain there, a running fountain for the birds that they have now put on display in the front of the foyer. So, it, and it's this brass, I mean, it's greened with age, but yeah, mm-hmm. the old fountain is sitting at the front doors now. And of course, it's also decorated with birds and things of that nature it was it was pretty it was pretty i guess that's yes. The yes it was pretty yep and that's actually the first room we walked up on when we we got there so mm-hmm. we are creeping in the window <laughs> yeah <laughs> so that kind of covers some of the big rooms in the house some of the the more Features prominent rooms and, yeah. yeah so now we're going to get into some history of the mansion It says that James Allison was a mover and a shaker in the auto and plane industry, greatly helping in the development of both cars and airplanes. He founded the Presto Light Company, which produced the first efficient headlight for early automobiles. I wonder if that's still a thing because it sounds familiar. Yeah, P-R-E-S-T-O-L-I-T-E. Presto Light. Hmm. I don't know. Anyway. He... 
helped develop the Indianapolis suburb of Speedway. So if you're in the Indianapolis area, you know that that's kind of like an offshoot of Indianapolis. Yes. Kind of like Fishers and Carmel and What's a bummer is I could imagine it meeting the same grandeur of this mansion and of his expectations, clearly. Speedway nowadays... Mm. Not, not <laughs> the nicest. I lit. I actually was about to move into an apartment there before COVID hit. That's. I was. I think a month away from moving in, and then everything so went to crap. So when it Speedway's says he helped, a- he helped develop the suburb of Speedway, is that like is the entirety of Speedway not that big, or is there like probably just one really nice area around there? And yeah. That's- no, Speedway is Speedway is pretty sizable. If you ask me, there is a strip and I'm wondering if it's talking about this. It still has a very old timey feel to it a little bit. It's got like a strip of shopping and the streets are very wide and sort. I'll have to take you some time. It's, it's, it's a cool little area of Speedway really close to the motor Speedway itself. Mm-hmm. But yeah, when you get into the, the real neighborhoods of Speedway, it could be better. Mm. Well, they said the suburb was designed specifically for the people employed by Presto Light. So taking so care of his like, people. It almost feels like a tiny little shopping district. So maybe that is what I'm thinking of. Bricks. The I mean, it's still brick um, roads and everything. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not all he did. Uh, James Allison was a founding partner in Carl Fisher's Indianapolis Motor Speedway. So any racing fans out there on, sorry, I can't say that I am, but <laughs> apparently he helped found that. Yeah, I, I've been, I don't even know how many times now, a number of times. <laughs> it's, it's, it is fun. You should go sometime if you, if you mm-hmm. have the opportunity. It's a, it's a worldwide event. Everyone from around the world comes to see this thing. Oh, man. So not only did he do these things, but he also started the Allison Engineering Company, which evolved and transformed into an aircraft engine maker known today as the Allison Division of Rolls-Royce. You know what's what? I Sorry, I have little side pieces. Because I lived in Indy mm-hmm. for six years. I actually would do cater. I did catering, and I delivered catering to Rolls-Royce kind of a distributor every now and then so it makes me wonder again if that's that area but if it's the allison division i don't remember i don't know but that's so yeah this dude apparently had some money well yeah i mean he was a smart man they i was said gonna say he, he's smart too he doing definitely all these put things. his brilliance to good use and he benefited financially from his efforts as Clearly. did the other notable developers in the auto and plane industry mm-hmm. so right place right time right mind i mean he had the the knowledge and it, to do aircrafts to do right for, for a technology that to was just starting to take off that's, so that's wild and rolls royce i wonder i mean rolls royce obviously made a name for itself it's still a pretty fancy car today mm-hmm. so oh Frank was one of his partners here. It says Allison and fellow auto industry leaders. Okay, not a partner, but an, a fellow auto industry leader. Carl Fisher, Frank Wheeler, which is who they took their designer to finish. <laughs> <laughs> and Henry Campbell all selected property sites in the country along Cold Spring Road for their new estates. Hmm. James Allison bought a 65-acre estate in Riverdale uh, that he named Riverdale. He and his first wife, Sarah, 
built this truly glorious mansion starting construction in 1911 and finished in 19... This says 13, but I have read in several places that it went through 14, so... I feel like there's already some discrepancies with this article, so who knows. The mansion and the grounds as well reflected his great wealth and status in the community, of course. I mean, it's a... It is a mansion. It's (laughs) massive. Yeah, they're not joking. Only the very best would do, from the garden and grounds and landscaping by master landscape architect Jens Jensen to Prairie School Arts and Crafts Exterior and European Interior of the Mansion by Herbert Bass and William Price of Price and McClanahan in Philadelphia. So, there you go. Fancy. It said that the mansion itself was called the House of Wonders, Mm -hmm. costing $2 million in 1911. I don't want to... I don't even want to (laughs) know. It's got... 1911, $2 million. I'm willing to venture like upwards of $30 million mansion. Well, if you want to look it Gosh, up, okay. that's up to you. <laughs> Watch me be terribly, terribly wrong. <laughs> Go ahead and look that up while I continue. So James may have had great financial success, but his personal life did not reflect his business life. It was not so great. 15 years after they built the mansion, James fell in love with his secretary and he actually ended up divorcing his wife, Sarah, in 1928. Whoops. What a poop. Yep, here we go with the Sounds infidelity. Sounds like a guy. <laughs> Sounds like a freaking man. This is kind of an echo back to the Hacienda where the guy fell in love with uh, one of the maids or one of the servants. I'm not sure what she did. First of all, <laughs> the, I'm, I'm just using an inflation calculator and the inflation rate from 19... This only goes all the way back to 1913, but that's supposedly when the building was done, so yeah. same concept. From 1913 to the year 2021 that we are currently in, the inflation rate is 2,542.2%. So, if you are curious... Oh my god. <laughs> I, want, I want you to see what just happened. So, it's stock response is it shows you a dollar like what a dollar would be so first of all a dollar back in 1913 today is worth 26 dollars and 42 cents now i want you to see the the number just skyrocket to three one two three i have to know what a million is apparently that is two million dollars right yeah with an over a 2500 percent inflation rate Oh my god. How much does that say? Um it, I was I was off but in the wrong, in the wrong direction. Uh it would be a 52 million dollar mansion. 52,844,848 dollars and 48 cents. Wow. That's what 2 million dollars is Holy worth crap. today from 1913. 15 dollars an hour is not enough. <laughs> That's my one little plug for this episode. $27 or nothing. Go on. Well, obviously money can't buy you happiness because James fell out of love with Sarah and fell into love with with his secretary. secretary. Like a man. And then he ended up divorcing Sarah in 1928. Just to reiterate, one month later, he married the former employee, Lucille Musset. I... 
God. <laughs> I just can't. I cannot. It's okay. Karma came and got him. Oh. <laughs> he had the bad luck to contract a fatal case of pneumonia and died shortly <clears throat> after at the young age of 56. Pneumonia. <laughs> he was a hoe. What's, Syphilis. I was going to say, <laughs> call it like you see it. He got an STI, STD. He died. Yeah, he died very shortly after. So, I mean. Rip in peace. <laughs> I, I don't, mean, I don't want to say like I told you oh, so, but <laughs> <laughs> in 1936, the Allison family put the whole 65-acre estate and mansion up for sale. I can't imagine what it sold for. In November of 1936, the Sisters of St. Francis of Oldenburg bought the entire estate and Frank Wheeler's Stokely Mansion down the hill. Oh, so, so Stokely even... belongs to Frank Wheeler. Okay. Oh, and we talked about. Yeah. Stokely, but that's another won't time. Touch on another that conversation for another time. <laughs> the Allison Mansion was put to great use, becoming the new home for the college's library, administrative offices, classrooms, and sleeping quarters for the sisters. The college started out with full time enrollment of twenty four students. How does a college function? With 24 kids? Yeah, like if they're <laughs> using that as their source of income, and in the 30s, that mansion had to be worth, I don't know, probably $10 million. Like, mm-hmm. I, whatever, whatever. People with money make me sick. Yeah, now they don't mention this, but they do say that the mansion has been used for a variety of things. I feel like, namely, weddings or... yeah. Yeah. Which I could definitely see that. Small, more intimate weddings, but yes. well, weddings nonetheless. Well, unless you do outdoor. They said you could have like almost 200 guests in there somewhere. In that aviary? I guess just all about. Unless you're doing outside, maybe. Oh, man. If Kinda they open, open those, those doors, windows. Oh, oh my gosh. God. I know. I just, <laughs> I'm so ready for like actual spring into summer. That sounds so nice. Someone get, someone get married. So I can go to that wedding, please. Right, even though you can only have, like, I think maybe 15 or 20 of us there. I know, I'm going to go surprise my, hey, we need to go to the aviary. <laughs> <laughs> the, they said that the college, the mansion, has been maintained by the Catholic hierarchy, and it looks just as good as when the Allison family lived there. I'll give them that. I believe it. That building being, what, 110 years old, a little, almost 110 years old, not doing too bad. No, it's in pretty immaculate condition. Mm-hmm. So now, let's get to the part we all want to know about. <laughs> the spoopy stuff. Spoopy. <laughs> Should I pour a third glass of wine? Yes, a third. Uh, oh, uh, yeah. Kelsey. Sorry. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Keep going. I'm, just, I'm doing like three to four ounces a glass. It's not even that bad. It's not a big deal. Okay. Okay. Well, I mean, I can first stop step... when I can stop whenever. First step is admitting you have stop. a problem. I can stop whenever I want. Well, while Kelsey struggles over here with <laughs> whatever she's going through, <laughs> let's talk about the manifestations here at the Allison Mansion. Ooh. This says that entities often let the living know of their presence by moving objects, putting them in different places, or just borrowing them for a while before bringing them back. Which we heard about. Sometimes they'll try to help the living by rearranging the furniture or making suggestions to how decor and things should be arranged and placed. Yeah. Lights the curtains on fire. I hate that color. <laughs> the activity in the library suggests that the en- that this entity who is responsible has other ideas on how the library should be arranged. And perhaps having been in charge of it at some point in the mansion's history, when the mansion was 
a family home or a college. So they're assuming maybe this person that is uh, moving things around in there. Mm -hmm. People who die through a sudden accident or bout of illness sometimes hang around, James, perhaps unaware that they have died or not wanting to accept their death, afraid to pass over, looking for help, etc., etc. They say a little girl who was visiting Riverdale drowned in the pool in the basement. Yikes. And (laughs) James, very just super quick, they're like, by the way, a girl died in the pool. Uh, James died from a disease at the young age of 56, and he was, you know, just starting a new life with his new wife. So looking mm-hmm. forward to that and then dies suddenly. So maybe he's hanging out. Mm-hmm. So they say this website says there's no hard evidence that's been shared in the form of an EVP or any paranormal proof that's been captured that way except for the child in the basement no one knows yet what other spirits live in this mansion except supposedly maybe james right it would be enlightening to find out what the attic was used for during the history of the mansion i guess there's not a lot of history on that Mm -hmm. they also want to know if the mansion's history had a strong who they want to find out whoever is in the library had like a strong love for books or you know was it someone who worked in the mansion in the library that's the mm-hmm. you know the consensus right students or staff guests who've been there for various reasons have reported uh experiences throughout the years and there was a pair of investigators who got a tour and a chance to take pictures when they pretended that they were looking at a wedding venue okay so i should have read the sentence all the way through i at first i was like they let investigators in yeah Mm, no they they lied they said they were looking for a wedding venue which how funny is that because when we talked about going to saint mary's we said that if we got caught (laughs) that we lost the engagement ring while looking at the grotto for a venue but they said the people who went to investigate here at the Allison Mansion caught a ball of light or an orb on the grand staircase. I would have to see this picture for myself. Definitely, I feel definitely. very iffy about, about orbs. orbs and rods. Yeah, it's. I definitely have to see it in action. Um, you like uh, never hear about rods anymore. I feel like rods almost go hand in hand with aliens. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that's just me, but. Maybe rods shouldn't even be mentioned anymore. I just, orbs are hard. Orbs are very hard. Yeah, it's, I don't know. It's hard for me to look at orbs and be like, that's a ghost. Like, it's gotta be. Unless it's obvious, but anyway. I was gonna see if any of these other websites possibly covered a little bit more, because I know I stuck with one because it kind of seemed to be the same throughout. Right. And this other article website yes it's only in your state.com which i feel like i've hit up a few times now yeah they said that they also concur there's a spirit of a little girl who drowned in the basement pool and still lingers around the mansion they say that visitors have claimed to see this little girl or a ghost of a little girl and heard shrill screams and heartbreaking cries from the basement and voices in the attic have also been reported. Huh. Maybe. I mean, they give a little bit more information on it. Other than that, it's kind of kind of repetitive. They say to ghosts are rumored to haunt the wall, haunt 
the wall inside the walls of the Ellison mansion. <laughs> they try to word it all whatever fanciful, but it's haunted. Just say it's haunted. Some of the things they talk about happening, people say their keys have gone missing. People that work there, staff and stuff, they'll put stuff down. Mm-hmm. It gets moved. Objects will be moved. The library has been completely rearranged. And it's not just the books. The furniture will be moved. Now, this website, it's hoosierghost.proboards.com, says that it sounds like a baby crying down in the pool. So, I mean, I guess when they say little girl, I don't know how little is little. I'm picturing like five or six, but... Yeah, and they're saying the baby wasn't the Allison's, but it could have been a servant. So this person's even like, oh. Speculating, yeah. Yeah, who was the little girl? No one else said any relation, or was it just some kid who wandered into their basement? Probably not. Yeah. So if the Allison's didn't have a child, it's, meh. I mean, whose kid was it? We don't know. But that kind of sums it up. I Everything else is pretty repetitive. Mm-hmm. So that's what we've got as far as history, supposed hauntings of the mansion. Yes. So now we get to cover what we experienced. Do we, did we hear a baby cry? Uh, did knows? we see James Allison? I don't just know. Just hanging out in the library? I do know, actually. but I don't oh. know why I did that. <laughs> why am I talking like this? I don't know. <laughs> Let's talk about it. So we <laughs> went to the Allison mansion on Marion University campus, very pretty campus. <sighs> I don't know. So we. <laughs> what was that for? I, I don't because it's just a Catholic school, and I uh, to each their own. But it's a no for me, dog. Like, <laughs> sorry, not sorry. I'm keeping this over here, by the way. It's my turn to drink. I know. I'm sorry. I drank like half that bottle. <laughs> yeah. No offense to anybody that went to Catholic school or anything like that, but. I think you all know better than I do that uh, it's a no from all of us, dog. <laughs> so, but the building is very pretty. We were really nervous to walk in. Tell me why we like walked all the way up to the building and then we made up some bullcrap excuse. I was like, uh, I'm cold and forgot my jacket. Keeping in mind, we've walked all the way to the building at this point, about to walk inside. I was like, oh, I need my jacket because I'm cold. So we go all the way back to the car to get my jacket and we're questioning, like, what are we going to say when we go in? Because I think we did run across the whole two investigators said they were looking at a wedding venue thing. Yeah. And so we're like, well, they clearly don't like people talking about the ghost aspect of it. I really just thought because it was a Catholic campus i thought they'd be very strict and it said to call for appointments like you could yeah, because of on COVID, the front door you it can't said just walk by in. appointment only and we're like oh crap so i tried calling and i didn't know it's like this register yet press one for this office two for this office and i said i none of them said allison mansion so i hung up i said <laughs> you know got what scared we didn't drive all this way for nothing and yeah. somehow i'm never the one to make the first move i said Let's just walk in. Yeah, I'm usually more <laughs> impulsive, I would say. But I just, I couldn't think on the fly in this moment. I was like, I don't even know how to how to approach this. I don't know what to I say. Pulled it straight out of my butt. I yeah. don't know. <laughs> we walk in, you walk into the foyer. I don't want to say giant, but it's, a, it's crazy. You've got the big walnut staircase. You see into the... The receptionist area, which has that kind of French... I, I I felt that architecture feeling going on. It's almost like you would imagine like a Da Vinci painting on the ceiling mm. or something like mm-hmm. that. It felt 
very different even from the foyer. It was odd. Yeah. So we traipse on over to the to the receptionist secretary area. She just kind of looks at one of the girls looks at they're like, can I help you? And we're like, oh, shoot. So Megan starts bumbling through why we're there. And then I think the other secretary that was there had been there a little long. Like, I don't know. I think you were probably talking to a TA Mm -hmm. or something. And then there is actually the receptionist there. And she asked why we were there. And Megan just out of nowhere is like, yeah, we're doing a history piece on the Allison Mansion, and we were here to get some information on it. Wondered if you have any, like, archives, I articles. Duck as close to the truth as I could. This is true. We do I talk said, a lot about the history of things. I tried to call you, and I couldn't, I didn't know who to talk to, so I thought I'd just walk in. And I did say we're doing a history piece, and... Did we talk about history today? Yes. yes. So, did I lie? No. No ish <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i don't know i feel like i i kept it together pretty well and she was really like she's like oh here's a pamphlet you can no, go I here said, like do you have any literature on it oh my god you <laughs> bougie douchebag she's like yeah we've got a pamphlet right here you can go she's like basically you can go anywhere just don't go upstairs because that's where the president's office is and we're like okay oh i was thinking they were gonna walk us around and i said wait that's it yeah, she's, yeah, straight up, she's, I mean, I guess they couldn't leave, but she's like, yeah. here's the pamphlet, and we're, I don't know why I'm, I felt the need to be like, we're not gonna do anything weird, we're just, like, looking around <laughs> if that's okay, she's like, that's fine, just don't go upstairs, so very trustworthy That people. easy, it was yes. that easy. <laughs> so we begin our journey slash, slash investigation through the Allison Mansion. First of all, I feel like we didn't even necessarily look for anything. We just did a giant walkthrough to get yes. a feel for the the mapping, the layout, take in the architecture because there was a lot to take in. Like we said, the music room is over 40 feet, 42 feet long by 18 feet wide. Huge. The ceiling has to be like, I don't know, 20 feet high. And then the library is that very gothic feeling. It's very nice. Then the super drastic marble aviary. Just so, so much to take in. Mm-hmm. And actually, go on. I feel, I feel like you want no, to say no, something. No, no, no. When you said we took pictures and walked around at first, it reminded me I took all those pictures of the different pictures. The, the history. and Yeah. The, so I was going to make sure I didn't miss anything. Right. And I feel like in those pictures that you took of the pictures, that's when it explains that Mrs. Allison was the one that kind of switched up the builder of the house. She liked the architecture of their neighbor's house better. So she had him do the interior. I do know that the whole house is made of stone, basically non-flammable materials because they were so scared of fires. Mm-hmm. Like someone had an irrational fear of fire. So they're like, make this house impenetrable to flames and the whole thing is done in stone and something else non-flammable uh-huh stone and uh wiring some kind of like heavy wiring i can't remember but anyway we walk this whole building take it all in because it is a lot in a good way it's it's a very pretty building yeah so once we do that we kind of get our bearings decide where we want to start and how we want to approach it we couldn't bring in a ouija board because that would be weird right we had to be as discreet as possible (laughs) yeah so really all we went in with is ghost tube and 
I'm not, I don't hate Ghost Tube. I've been a little more about it lately. Not that I don't, I don't want to write off anything that's happened to us in the past as far as Ghost Tube goes, because I do still believe the interactions that we have with Ghost Tube are pretty, I mean, they're inexplicable at times, which right, makes them... we get them, knowledgeable answers, intelligent answers. Yes. But, like, I think we gave you a little teaser last episode, and it's a teaser still. We have some new equipment in the works that we're really hoping to get in to use in our coming locations. Yeah. But anyway, so we use Ghost Tube, and that's pretty much it. We wanted to do the mag light, but about 40, 30 minutes into the drive, we realized we forgot the mag. Not even that long, but I was like, we're not turning around. We're already running late. Yeah. Yep. So, we start in the basement. And actually, before we even read the information about the ice water running into the building and the elevator and the blah, 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 we yeah. found it. And it was very cool. Like, it was really startling because it is a very old building. I turned the corner and I saw a button on the wall. And, of course, I wanted to push it because that's the type of person I am. Right. So, I tried to light on it. I was like, what is this? And it said automated elevator. And I went, the heck it is. Right. <laughs> I showed Megan and we were very surprised. So... We spent a good chunk of our time in the basement, I would say. Well, at first. It's, we'll get there. (laughs) So, we start, one of the most, I think, sort of startling rooms was the gentleman's room, to me. I was going to say that's one room they didn't cover. No, it didn't. It was the card room. The card room. Mm Mm-hmm. I say gentlemen's or car room, same thing, cigar room, whatever you want to call it. Basically a room dedicated to just James Allison, complete with hunting murals yep. on the wall, a fireplace. Like, this is where men would go, play cards, smoke cigars, not have to deal with the women of the house. Like, that was just for him. It oh, was, yeah. It was a man's man room. They did, there was a hallway that had a bunch of pictures with descriptions of each of the rooms under it, and thankfully I have this one of the card room. I can't believe I forgot I took these pictures. Yeah. It says the the room was more characteristic of Mr. Allen with a gothic arch seal Allison. Allison. What did I say? <laughs> Allen. Yep. Um, All right. What is this? A Jumanji? So. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh God, I love Jumanji. Now I just want to watch it was Jumanji. Alan Parrish. It was Allen Parrish. Parrish was oh the last name. Wow, that just came out of nowhere. It says it had gothic arch ceiling, medieval hunting scenes painted on the wall. Yeah. It was much more masculine which is funny because it's like <laughs> bright yellow floral oh, walls yeah. that just so happen to have dead animals on it, it says the walls have a sand texture to them which adds to the roughness oh, just imagine all the men gathered around a card table and the smell of so cigars much fragility in, the in one room that's oh, crazy yeah. the, well huh, i'm sorry we'll get there we'll get there <laughs> i'm jumping <laughs> so anyway we know that this is sort of James's pièce de résistance so we were like we haven't I feel like there are rarely times where it, this was just me and Megan mm-hmm. there are rarely times where we are uninterrupted and not guided and it's just the two of us and we can do it exactly how we want to do it and how we've done it for 16 years right which is just let it happen yeah. Like, I don't need you to hold my hand. I don't need a guided tour. I don't need fancy bells and whistles. Mm-hmm. We literally set Ghost Tube up, no volume on, on the fireplace, and stood and talked. 
and just, started asking yeah. not even saying don't talk to ghost tube don't use this don't use that i'm like if you're here knock on something move a door right we went the old-fashioned way the super like, old-fashioned way sit there in silence ask a question and, and wait then sit and wait nothing wrong with that there's nothing wrong with that no and actually i will say when we first got there we really had to go to the bathroom there was a bathroom downstairs it was oh. almost like a gymnasium not gym yeah kind of gymnasium like a locker, locker room. room style bathroom and it was an interesting bathroom interesting enough all i know is it was, it was just interesting so while we're in this gentleman's room waiting for something uh this hum starts happening from the bathroom area mm-hmm. and i was like i i have to know what that is so i kind of quietly sauntered off me and megan have this twin telepathy thing and i was like i'm gonna go to the bathroom yeah and see what's happening while megan continues to ask the gentleman's room yeah continue to ask questions in the gentleman's room the hum, I will say, I'm like 99.99% sure that it was pipes. It was yeah. really inconsistent because you would hear pipes running throughout the building, but then that wouldn't. It was a weird elongated hum, but I'm chalking it up to hot water pipes. Yeah. So that is what it is. But I kept, I swear, that weird quick corner, like I swear something was happening around the corner. And there was a moment where I could have sworn that i heard something and i remember i like peeked my head around to see what megan was doing so i was like it fe- i feel like that came from the gentleman's room so i like peeked my head over and at the same time i feel like you looked at me and we both nodded at each other we're like yeah, yeah i heard that i can't remember what it sounded like it was but... just it was like a little knock i don't i don't really know what it was but some something happened in the bathroom but something had to have happened in your room Mm-hmm. Because I leaned over, there is a tight, a narrow line of sight where we could see each other, and in that instance where I was like, "Did Megan do that?" I poked my head over, and Megan looked at me, and without saying anything, we both were like, "Mm-hmm, yeah," <laughs> and kept going. And I wish I could, I wish I could remember what it was, but I think it was something in Megan's room because, like I said, it sounded like a knock, and I was like, "Oh, maybe she dropped her phone or." something hit something and it that was not the case don't know what it was the bathroom didn't really lead to a whole lot after that i was waiting for that hum again i was wanting it to move a door i was talking to uh, the girl in the bathroom because it was a women's restroom Uh no unfortunately not much so i retreat back to the gentleman's room where we go back to old-fashioned Pull my hair. Manipulate my hair. <laughs> I did. I said that. I'm like, touch my hair. Touch my face. Touch the door. Like, yeah, knock do on s- something. Yeah, do something. Push this door open. Push it closed. Mm-hmm. Now, I will say, of course, there's always a way to explain things away. But before Kelsey came back in the room, I was sitting in there by myself. I did hear that knock or whatever that sound was. Mm-hmm. And then I was talking like i was whispering very quietly we were trying to be quiet just because yeah, we knew I was there were people in the bathroom working in the building so i didn't want someone to walk by and hear me say touch my hair and they like <laughs> have no idea what i'm talking about so i told him i said touch my hair touch my head and i even said give me a headache and as soon not too long after i said that i started getting like this frontal headache like at her forehead and and you came i came in and you told me you're like 
I just want to tell you, you're like, I know you'll believe me or something like that. Yeah. And it's true. Like We're in a we, safe space when it's just the two of us. <laughs> we don't make things up. I think those of us that, those of you that know us, we just don't, we're not, we're not complete skeptics, but we're also not uh, Zach Bagans or anything like no. that. So <laughs> Megan told me like, you're not, you might not believe me, but I said, touch my head and now i have a headache Mm -hmm. i said give i either said give me a headache or i said touch my head touch my hair and then i start getting this front in between my eye headache so i asked again with the old-fashioned like ghost tube is going more talkative Uh, truth be told i learned do I go ahead and just spoil the fun now? It's not spoiling the fun. Like we've said, there have been very intelligible responses from Ghost Tube that you can't really explain. It's like how, of all of the things it could say, when it could say it, why did it say that now? So I still believe in Ghost Tube a little bit. I will say you can jostle the sensitivity, if you will. Yeah, you So I learned, we found this out. Actually, Maddie, within like 10 minutes of using the freaking app, she's like, did you see this? And showed me, I was like, great, I'm glad we're just dumb. And you saw that immediately. (laughs) So we played, toyed with it. You can mess with the sensitivity a little bit. And sure enough, getting lots of words now. Yeah. So lo and behold, the words just start streaming in. But again, kind of almost intelligible responses, but enough that I'm having to take screenshots to remember what it was saying, because, I mean, probably 15 words every two minute, every two to five minutes or so, I would have to take a new screenshot. Oh, yeah. And so I, maybe Megan, Megan's got some pictures here. She can sift through GhostTube. I can't remember if anything really came of GhostTube this time around, but I will say Something in tandem happened, and I can't remember what it was. Uh, we'd have to look at our timestamps again. I don't know if you have your phone on you or not, but... I do, yes. We did get drowned a couple of... I got drowned a couple of times, which... And I believe okay. that I did, too. Yeah, I have, like, five or six screenshots. So, we're going to start from the get-go, which... Let's see... It's funny, it told me, be careful. I was like, oh, thank you. And then it said, leave me alone. I was like, oh, I'm sorry. You told me, be careful. (laughs) I start about 150. But lots of names. Oh, yeah. I got Jerry, Thomas, Robert, Eric, Emily, Robert. I think we got Robert at the same time, because I got Barbara and then Robert, and we got Robert within the same... What time? um, Well, maybe this wasn't it. Mine was 206. I may not have taken a screenshot at that time. I swear, there was a name that was in tandem, almost like when it said, what did it say, heart attack at Hacienda at the same time. There was another moment. There's so, like I said, there's so many screenshots here, it's very hard to... I got Gregory. Go. Uh, you know... Didn't we both get Cat? I, I think so. I think so. Well, I got Lady a ton, and I was like, you need to stop. <laughs> like, I'm over this. I w- oh, I did get Cat. When did you get Cat? Oh, let me find it here. I will, while she's finding it, I will say it did say, if you're listening, Ashley. It said it Ashley I- at 2 o'clock, and I was like, oh, she's going to be so upset. Two, two. 2 o'clock? So Mine was at 201 that it said cat. So yeah. I think, yeah, that was one where it's like, why did it say cat right now? 
So interesting things. Tons of, like I said, tons of names. I got Nancy. I got uh, Ray, Betty. I almost said a demon. (laughs) Not a demon. Joshua, Nicholas. I got Ashley. What time was your Nicholas and Betty? 2.10 was Nicholas. Now. And then Betty was at, oh, you know, 147. No, 150. I think 151. Lots and lots of names. (sighs) Did anything really substantial come from GhostTube? No. So, I know Megan's showing me pictures of the place. That's true. There was a point, so Megan told me she had this headache. And I went all Zach Bagans on it. I've been watching Ghost Adventures lately, if you can't tell. (laughs) And I said, was that you? Or did you give Megan that headache? And then, within moments we just hear like on the ceiling mm-hmm. and this these are some thick walls and ceilings i'm telling you right. now, i would think if you put two million dollars 52 million dollars into a mansion you shouldn't be able to hear the people walking upstairs yeah and we immediately we stopped we didn't freak out we're just like yep heard that so i went we were like, was that you? If that was you, do it again. Knock on the wall, knock on the ceiling, knock on the window. But in good old ghosty fashion, it did not. It got shy. <laughs> yes. But what we did here was almost like shuffling footsteps. And again, you just have to be in this building. The We didn't get a knock, but after waiting a couple seconds, you just hear this sort of almost like pacing Mm-hmm. it seemed like someone was coming and i even think i got a little nervous i was like i think somebody's coming we waited and waited and waited nobody came but you still hear this shuffling and i'm like there's no way you could hear someone walking up there mm-hmm. so how do we figure this out split up and look for clues so right. megan's like i'm gonna go upstairs which actually what would have been right above us was the library that gothic style library yeah which is where they say things get moved all the time Mm-hmm. So I told Megan, I was like, go upstairs, I'll keep my phone on me, and you tell me when you're up there, and we'll kind of text back and forth that way. So Megan texts me, says, I'm here. I said, okay, start walking. And you're like, I am. I was like, yeah, I was like, like right now, right now? And you're like, yeah. I was, And I couldn't hear anything. And not that I didn't believe her, but I was like, I want to make sure. So this, the pacing had stopped. She comes back down. I will say I was cert- I was said go ahead and come back down or something and I hear footsteps coming down the stairs. I went, "Okay, that's her. I'm going to meet her and we'll talk about it." So I walk into the other room to go meet her at the staircase. No Megan. Yeah. <laughs> and then but then when I was like, "Hello, like what has happened?" Then I see Megan round the corner and then the same exact sound of footsteps coming down the stairs and it is Megan. And I told her, I was like, I don't know, man, like, I don't know. I was like, was there another set of stairs? And you're like, no, like, I promise you she was coming down those steps. And then she wasn't. And when I got in the room, she was coming down the steps. So I was like, it's not that I don't believe you, but I want to go upstairs and I want you to listen and make sure I'm not just deaf because I'm low key a little bit deaf. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So I go up in the library walking around it's as thick as it is, it's still an old building, so there's, like, creaking and cracking as you're oh, yeah. stepping on the wooden floors, checking out. I, like, 
I made sure to walk all over the room. Mm -hmm. And I believe you said you couldn't hear me. I didn't really hear anything. I could hear you when you were coming down the stairs. Mm -hmm. But I didn't hear anything when you were up in the room. So the feet shuffling in the library back and forth, almost pacing in the room where people say things get moved a lot. It, it's an oddly placed room because there is a chair sitting right in the middle of the room. <laughs> just, it's... Yeah, they talk about the furniture and now it's just, and it's not even a big comfy chair. It's literally a wooden chair with a cushion on it. Sitting... It's still a nice chair, Yeah, but, but it's in such an odd, it's like the centerpiece of the room. Yeah. And I'm like, why would you put a chair there? Yeah, it was strange. I <laughs> should have asked them, is that, the, that's that where that always is? So... The footsteps, the knocks, the headache, some pretty, I don't know, we tried, we tried to explain it away. Yeah. I don't know. I think. We couldn't replicate. I was, did you, and your headache went away when we got out of the gentleman's room, didn't it? Yeah. And I don't know, I mean, if you want, if you're a believer, maybe that was James like saying, get out, you know, this is the men's room, get out here, pushing on my head. Yeah. Maybe that's why it didn't bother me, because it's like, this young gentleman is fine, not you. (laughs) This young man can play. (laughs) (laughs) With my short hair. Dang it. This this young boy, this strapping young gentleman can stay, (laughs) not you. The room was eerie. And actually, to think of the placement of it, such an odd I feel like it would be a highly trafficked card room. Yeah. Like, get out of here. I have to pee. Yeah. (laughs) uh, I mean... We ended up going back up the stairs, though, doing a little more investigation of the upstairs. But really, I ended up using the Connect up around the room, and I took some video as well to see if we could catch anything. The Connect did pick up a, a figure in the chair in the library. Right. And immediately, like we said, we ch- we're not super skeptics, but we try very hard to debunk things. So Megan's like, pull out your connect and see if you see someone in the chair. Because mm-hmm. we've had instances where I'll see someone sitting in a chair, but it's like picking up the actual Design legs of the and chair, the, yeah. the armrest and it's thinking it's a person. So I'm like, if that's the case, Kelsey's phone should also pick it up. Yeah. And yours like stuck around, right? It was a person sitting. It didn't just flash and go away, correct? Right. I pull out my phone every angle, every distance, every lighting. I could not get a figure to pop up in that chair. And I actually took a screen recording of my phone looking at the figure in the chair and also having Kelsey's phone in the background mm-hmm. not seeing anything. Yes. So, And that's the room where we thought we heard shuffling, mm-hmm. that we could not replicate the shuffling. That's where the knock came from. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I, we walked around a little bit more, the music room, very, very cool. I wish something would have happened in there, but that was getting really close to the secretary's area, the receptionist area. And we were hearing things and that could very easily be written off by these are yeah. real life people at work that are annoyed with us right now. Right. Cause we had been there like an hour at, at this least. point. <laughs> So we ended up stopping back in her room, though, and, you know, thanked them for not, or for letting us walk around and not thinking we're creeps or whatever. And 
again, we reiterated this history piece, and she goes, oh, well, I'm sure you guys heard this place is probably haunted. And we're like, oh, is it? Oh, (laughs) interesting. She's like, oh, yeah, and starts telling us the stories, the ones that we've pretty much covered here and talked about. And so I, I did ask her, because I feel like this is a trope or just something... As urban legend <laughs> a lot of schools say that they have, have a, hidden, a, a swimming hidden swimming pool in their basement our school said we had one a hidden mm-hmm. swimming pool in the basement I which said, is actually there i've seen it with my own eyes and i said is it one of those cases where it's an urban legend and oh there's a swimming pool in the basement or is there really a swimming pool and she goes there is really a swimming pool in the basement i was like holy <laughs> cow yeah we were in the lower level but we were not in the basement no, we did not see the pool, but she also said that there's stories that there's a little girl who drowned in the pool and her ghost supposedly haunts it and that things get moved around. We asked her if she had any of her own personal experience at the the mansion. Yeah. Did she, I mean, she said not really. Nothing notable. She said some things would move here and there, but... Like, not like she would watch them move, but kind of like the rearranging thing. But she did point out a picture in the hallway <laughs> of a picture of a nun that they called her Scary Mary. Oh, is yeah. They, she said, well, there is Scary Mary in the hallway. And I was like, I beg your pardon. <laughs> and I'll be honest, no offense to sister, whoever, you're, you're creepy looking. Oh, you know what? I think she's in my video. I was like, I don't have a picture of Scary Mary, but she is kind of spooky. Yeah, they're like, her eyes follow you no matter where you stand or walk. And it is one of those paintings that the eyes are positioned just so. Yeah, yeah. But I think really nothing else notable. Yeah, I think that's... I think that's that's about all we've got. She, th- I mean, that is when when we were leaving, departing. That's when she mentioned, "Oh, you've probably heard it's haunted." Talked about mm-hmm. the things she did or did not see. I feel like she did mention that sometimes that room that she worked in, things would move around. Yeah, it was but, like Ms. Allison's sitting room mm-hmm. or something. So it's almost like she didn't like the placement of things, kind of like the library. Yeah, but that's when she mentioned that. She's like, but they don't like to talk about the haunted stuff. And I asked, I was like, is it because it's a Catholic school? They don't really like that. And she said, pretty much, she's like, they don't really like that kind of publicity. That's not (laughs) what they want to be known for. And I wanted to be like, well, then tell them not to be in the top 10 most haunted places in Indiana. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. I mean, I hope we, we're not... (sighs) If you're listening. Yeah, if anyone from Allison Mansion is listening, if that secretary or receptionist is listening, sorry we weren't 100% truthful. But she said, okay, she said that they had YouTubers and stuff reach out asking to do investigations of the mansion, but they had turned them down because they don't want the type of publicity. Yes. I there I guarantee you they're asking for after hours nighttime investigation which would be full very blown. cool which would be really cool actually and we didn't walk in with a bunch of equipment or anything like that were we one hundred percent honest no. no we just we didn't lie we just omitted parts of the truth yes so. <laughs> and we actually had a moment of morality when we were walking back to the car we're like. We should probably tell we her. We should go tell her. We almost went back in and told her. Uh, but we didn't. So if you're listening, better to ask for forgiveness than permission is my 
was what I say. Right. And that kind of, so I guess that's going to wrap up the ghost story yes. portion and bring us full circle to the rating. So we'll kind of discuss how we feel about visiting this place and that's going to come with the rating. So it is time to rate the Allison mansion in <laughs> Indianapolis, <laughs> Indiana. <laughs> Okay. Air horn. <laughs> I used to have that app on my phone. Yeah. I should get it. I should get it. That's a free app. I feel like there's no copyright on that. Okay. Anyway, rating time. So now that we've covered history and our own experience and everything like that, we're going to start by rating the Scare, scare level. level is that right no the historical, historical accuracy I, what in the world i don't know what happened it's been two weeks i can't i know okay historical accuracy yes. of this i i feel confident i mean yeah is it really three okay. two one five, five? yeah the only thing i think that may take it down just a wee bit is the girl who drowned in the pool mm-hmm. um this is on a scale of zero to five, by the way. I feel like if you're in this episode, you probably know by now. If for some reason you jumped in right in this episode, We're we rate on a scale of zero to five. In. Yeah, oh God, if you now. don't know now, get over it or figure it out. If you but, manage to jump in at episode whatever this is, in- I don't even know it now. <laughs> <laughs> Lipstick in my Valentino white bag. <laughs> anyway, it's on a scale of zero to five. Zero being like absolutely not five being yes ma'am so five it's the historical accuracy it is written on the walls it is written on the internets it is told by the receptionist like it's all there right and everything for the most part it is repetitive they all match each other they're all giving us the same information someone who works there is giving us the same information right the only thing that can't be corroborated by historical accuracy is the little girl but Meh. I'm still going to give it a five because we didn't see the pool, so I'm not going to rate something I didn't see. Okay, <laughs> uh, next is scare level. That's a scare level. You know, okay. Also confident on this yeah. one, I think. I'm, I'm just going to go for gold here. Three, two, one, one, zero. You went for a zero on that? I just did. Extremes. And I feel, okay, here's the thing. If we would have had an overnight investigation, I'd give it a one maybe a two it's an interesting i would bet spooky building at night we went i don't know at three o'clock on a tuesday whatever two o'clock oh i guess it was two o'clock we said that yeah you know i think i may go ahead and go down to zero i really didn't i guess yes you did had to convince me a little bit but i only gave it a one because i'm we had experiences, but was I scared of the experience that happened? Absolutely no, not. No. I, I still wasn't, wasn't even scared. I was interested. I was, like, hyped. I wanted some scary stuff, and I was yes. not scared. And it wasn't... And what we felt wasn't scary. It was more of an interest. Yeah. I'm going, okay, I'll give it a zero because I really wasn't scared. No, no. No, I wasn't scared of what happened, even though I was like, wow, that's spooky. Yeah, so, so. you jumped ahead a little bit in your thought process, which is the next rating... And the last rating is believability. Well, sort of last rating is mm-hmm. believability. So do we believe this place is haunted based off of the history given? This one I gotta think a little more. I feel like I know what I wanna I feel like I know what I wanna say. Okay. Are you ready? I guess. I feel like we're not on the same page. <laughs> I you know, I look look me in the eyes. Three, two, one, four. Two. 
what Whoa. okay no we're not on the same <laughs> at all well i was gonna go with the three but I, I got scared and i took it to a two i don't know why i don't know go ahead and exp- no oh you don't know why i was gonna say explain i don't your know reason i panicked before i made it after i made it i don't know we say that probably every other episode i know my reasoning is that james allison did die in the building and the the activity that we got was in the gentleman's room, which he frequented. The library was also a very, I hate this, I hate, uh, gender is a construct, but like the very masculine library, the very gothic, deep, dark library where he probably brooded around. The mm. thing in my throat is back, by the way, and you're just going to have to deal with the way that <laughs> sound right now. More wine. I know, fourth <laughs> glass of wine, please. So... I, there's no we're drinking tiny portions because the bottle's not even empty yet and i've had quote unquote four glasses of wine i've had like three ounces oh, but anyway he died well did he die in the mansion i don't know but did he die and that was his mansion yes do i feel like his spirit was there yeah because i feel like we were asking we were speaking as if we were talking to a man not to the little girl not to anything else we were in james's room and we're like do you want us to leave are you mad that we're in your gentleman's room when we're a couple of ladies a couple of gal pals i think the reason why i went with the two i guess i subconsciously knew why is yes we had some experiences yes they were kind of spooky in the moment it was almost a answer it was a response to what we were asking even with the headache thing could it be explained away well any technically explained away yes yeah technically so like the whole headache thing that was pretty the knock i don't know should we meet in the middle or are you pretty stuck on your four (laughs) i i really believe that place is haunted i believe that if we would have had the proper time and means to do an investigation Uh we would have experienced more so i'm going on the honor system here and sticking with my four you don't have to come all the way up to i know i'm gonna go with a three i changed both of mine so i've got a five zero and a three after i changed everything he is a very persuasive (laughs) what is that oh my gosh (gasps) oh it's a it's a cartoon it's i feel like Oh, is it? Oh, no. I don't know. Everybody. Oh, my uh, God. He is a like, very persuasive. Literally nothing <laughs> happens, and he says that. Like, he nobody persuades him to do anything. Oh, my gosh. Okay, well, I'm well, going to figure we'll out and yell it at some one. point. <laughs> so that's going to bring us to our overall rating, taking all of these things into consideration, which is kind of what I was getting at earlier. So we'll go ahead and hit it with that overall rating. Which I've got it. Okay. I'm just going with my gut, apparently, today. (laughs) Are you not ready? I'm ready. (laughs) Three, two, one. Three. We always bring it home. We always bring it home. The Allison Mansion is, it's so pretty. It's, the building is wonderful to just look at and to explore the history behind it and how it came to be and James Allison himself and all of that is interesting it's very interesting if you're a historical person if you like the history behind things like we do that's part of the reason why we cover the history i mean yes we want to figure out why is something haunted but honestly i get a kick out of finding some of the little things that have nothing to do with the haunting of places so yes i think historically speaking it's a really neat place to go visit i it's a really nice campus as far as 
to go for haunted reasons. Right. Mm. The three seems a little strong, especially considering I. This is my dumb favorite thing. It's as haunted as a sock drawer, or it's. I mean, sorry, it's as scary as a sock drawer. Uh-huh. I believe it's haunted. It's just not scary. But the histor the history behind it, the historical accuracy, it's. I think it's a solid place if they would allow. <laughs> That's the thing. The investigations to happen. You do need to respect their wishes. We did kind of a little a no-no by mm, investigating. Sorry. But we didn't walk in with a bunch of... It was us walking around just saying, touch my hair. Yeah, that's kind of a weird <laughs> thing to yell. But we weren't yelling. We were talking to ourselves. And I'm sorry if this offends Y'all believe you guys. in the Holy Ghost. So, like... <laughs> Come on now. Okay, also, Kelsey. <laughs> okay. So I did look, I looked up that quote. I'm sorry, I couldn't help it. I was listening to you, but I had to know when it is a cartoon. Do you want to know what it's from? I would love to know. Lilo and Stitch. He is a uh, very persuasive. Oh, like, <laughs> yes. Oh, my it's, God. Uh, oh, my gosh. Captain Gant. Oh, no. That's the big shark um, dude. What the heck is his name? <laughs> oh, my gosh. God. Oh, my gosh, no, guys. No, I what know is, who you're talking about. Pleakley and... Jamba, like Jamba Juice? What the heck is his name? Yeah, I think that's it. Jamba? Yeah. Jamba, Jamba? Yeah. What? What? He is uh, very persuasive. Like, I can't... (laughs) That was a a random one. Sorry. That's funny. (laughs) Okay, well, anyway, Anyway, we're fearing. Respect their wishes. They said that people have asked to do investigations. They've told them no because of the publicity, the bad publicity. We're not giving them bad publicity, I don't think. You got... I mean... None of our listeners are going to go do anything crazy. I believe in you guys. Right. <laughs> well, we say it all the time. Like, use your brains. You know when something's safe and when something's not safe and when something's allowed and something's not allowed. You can use your brains on this one. Yeah. We're Honestly, we're hyping them up for a, a wedding venue. 10 out of 10 would recommend for that. Oh, absolutely. Very Wonderful. Pretty. Beautiful. God. No, yes. <laughs> so I, I think i think that's kind of it unless you had any other thoughts no nah, i think that wraps it up cool is that it Are I, we done? I, I think that's it <laughs> i i like dallison mansion honestly it was do, do uh, i wish more would have happened yeah yes, but for, of course. So, for some reason i liked it i got a soft spot for it mm-hmm. that was a fun one because it was interactive and it was we really took it back to like the beginning just it's just me and good you, old fashioned just... slap me in the face yep <laughs> <laughs> right so, i was gonna say something awful we just we've got to close it up because okay. <laughs> I was going to get inappropriate, but whatever. Oh, my word, the wine. That wraps up the Allison Mansion in Indianapolis, Indiana. Thank you guys for listening. And if you enjoy our ramblings and us going to these spooky places and you want to support us in these spooky places, one, you can just shout us out, share us with your friends, share us with family, and find us on all social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. At Leave or some so reviews. They say pod. Leave yeah. some reviews. I hear that helps. I hear that really helps. <laughs> I know. iTunes reviews, especially. I listen on Spotify, but hear me out. I might go to iTunes. I yeah, don't know. subscribe to us on Spotify. Leave us an iTunes review. We're on... I mean, if you're listening to us, you've already found us, but like your friends and family, just tell them to find, search for us. They'll find us. We're out there. Tell, uh, us, tell us we're doing a good job because we are so desperate for that validation. verification. Validation, yes. If you I'm want, sensitive. 
If you would like to support us monetarily, you can do so by visiting our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash or so they say pod. If you're not into commitment, we get it, totes. Uh, you can also do one-time donations to our PayPal, which we will share the links because it's a big old convoluted thing. And of course, we have merch now. We're very excited for our merch. We've got anything and everything. Just slap the or so they say logo on it and you got it. You don't even have to say anything. If you're an introvert, just buy a shirt and wear the shirt. And people are going to say, what's that? And they're going to Google it and they're going to find us. And it's going to be wonderful. <laughs> you can buy these things at redbubble.com slash people slash or so they say pod. And that wraps up this episode we don't know what number it is but we're done 30 i don't know (laughs) whatever we're getting close Uh, yeah we are so thank you guys and we'll see you next week see ya bye peace out (laughs) mixing and music by kelsey ingram cover art is by cody mason you can find us on twitter instagram and facebook at or so they say pod Visit us at our website, or so they say pod.com, where you can find links to all social media. If you like the show, please subscribe to our newsletter and consider donating to our podcast at patreon.com forward slash or so they say pod. Running a podcast takes time and money, and we'd love to give you the best listening experience possible. Episodes can be found on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and more. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to help drive us up the charts, and of course, thanks for listening.